Welcome to the next Quick Hit segment of PI Perspectives. Matt continues to provide extra content during these trying times. We hope you find these segments helpful and spread the word to other investigators out there who are looking for updates. Today's guest is Nicole Gray. She's the owner of Infinity Investigations. Nicole has been instrumental on the NALI listserv, along with Jim Stein in getting information out to members regarding the CARES Act. Today's segment brings you information on how to protect your business financially. The only sponsor for these quick hit segments is Satellite Investigations. You can visit them at SatellitePI.com. Now thanks for tuning in. We welcome Nicole to the segment and your host, private investigator Matt Spare. Hey everybody, and welcome to the next segment of Quick Hits on PI Perspectives. I've been doing a little extra content trying to get the word out to folks and just keep everybody up to date with uh, you know the latest things that are going on in business, the latest things that are going on with uh, trying to get funding for your business, the latest things going on to keep us all from going crazy and killing our families because we're home every day. So today's guest is Nicole Gray from Infinity Investigations. Uh, Nicole has been quite vocal on the message boards. Um, her and, and uh, Jeff Stein have been great at keeping everybody up to date with the information on, on how to do the filing. So I had reached out to Nicole and asked her to come on and just give an update for, for everybody. So uh, Nicole, welcome to the program. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. Oh, no. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, yeah, we were just chatting before we uh, turned the recorders on. You know, it's a challenge these days of trying to uh, do all our filings and, and get everything uh, done and, and run our business on top of it. So um, what, what does your day look like these days? Well, I'm teaching first grade for the first time in my entire life. So that's been really <laughs> problematic. Awesome. <laughs> it's just uh, always keep me on my toes. But for the most part, it's, you know, managing your time at home with your time in the office and trying to fit everything into a 24-hour day. Right. Real work-life balance, right? Sure is. <laughs> Fantastic. So, hey, I just wanted to personally thank you actually for, you know, it, it seems like you you and Jeff have really been on the forefront along with Wes Bearden from NCISS of, of just getting the word out to the industry on this very intimidating idea of I got to borrow money from the government and what the heck is this going to look like and I need money right away. So, I appreciate what you've been doing, and I thought you were one of you know a perfect person to to reach out to to see what's going on. So um, that's my little thank you plug. <laughs> we're done, we're done with that. But seriously, thank you for for doing all that. It's been really really awesome seeing it. Oh, you're welcome. It's been fun. Right, right. So why don't we uh, dive into this uh, this issue here? Really, you know, we're talking about investigation owners, people that own small businesses. You know, what does that look like for our our ability to get the funding that we need to stay afloat, keep our employees, and um, really make sure that we're not going out of business during this time? No, it's just so important. The um, U.S. government, as you all probably have heard multiple times by now, have uh, provided expanded unemployment benefits. Um, to W-2 workers who've been laid off. So if three weeks ago you laid off your employees, you know, they were obviously, they could, they didn't have to wait a whole week in order to get their unemployment. So that was really important and something that was obviously pressing at that time. The environment has now changed. So the Families First Coronavirus Response Act has kind of been pushed aside a little bit and we have the CARES Act. So what you want to think about on March 27, 2020, U.S. Congress passed the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Study Act, also known as CARES. And there are multiple parts of it. So we're just going to touch on a couple of them. You know, the one that I always tell people first is if you're going to borrow, borrow from yourself. So 
401k withdrawal penalties have been waived under the CARES Act. Right. So one provision lets investors of any age take out as much as $100,000 from their retirement account this, you know, this year in 2020 without paying an early withdrawal penalty. So the trick is you then have to repay your 401k within three years. Right. So that's always something to think about. Yeah, that was the, the one th- uh, thing that caught my eye on that because I did look at that. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Like I can I can dip into that if I need to. Like that would be like for me, last case scenario, right? Like the ship is going down and I need that that last little little nugget. But then there's that provision of, you know, you have to pay it back in three years where there's some sort of penalty in, uh, associated with it. And for me, it's like, mm, let me look at the other option. So what are your thoughts on this option? So, I mean, I think it's fine. I think if you, you are in a place where you can take out some money, then I think that's something you might want to consider. Um, now, secondly, the legislation expands the Small Business Administrative Authority to make loans to small businesses. So that's where we talk about the EIDL, right? So everything we talk about with respect to the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Emergency Advance. So right. what is that? Right. That's well, that's EIDL, folks. That's what that stands for. Yep. EI, yeah. That's the short way of saying <laughs> okay, it. Economic right. Injury Disaster Loan. I don't know where the emergency advance went, but yeah, EIDL. Right. And that's one of the things you get directly through the SBA. Mm-hmm. So that's where you're going online. And I actually pulled up the website um, just to make sure that we can tell everyone what it is, because I forgot that last time. Um, COVID19relief.sba.gov is the website. And we'll just say that again later on. Yeah, and I'll, I'll put it up in the show notes, too. Awesome. But, you know, one of the things about this CIDL loan is that you can go online, go to that website, and you're basically asking for a disaster loan. And a disaster loan is something that we've seen before that's not new to the to SBA. Right. You know, it happens when there's hurricanes, when there's tornadoes, when there's something that happened that, you know, obviously bad fires. All these disaster loans come into play during this time. In this scenario, small businesses that are qualified basically take your information and your self-certifying information initially. So you're going to go onto this website. You're going to answer a bunch of questions. All of your financials have to be current through January 31st of 2020. So you're going to take February 1st, 2019 to January 30th, 31st, 2020. And you're basically going to receive up to $10,000 as a preliminary advance. So they're going to gift you that $10,000 up to $10,000 initially. Um, The trick is once you're, in that program, in the EIDL program, you may have to submit additional paperwork if you're going to basically accept additional money, right? So you're going to actually take out that loan. So the goal is to get you to retain your workers. So what it's designed to do is designed to cover two and a half months of payroll, excluding any employees that make over $100,000 a year. So for my Larger PI firms out there, my larger consulting firms that have employees making over 100000 they're out, right? They're right. not getting anything right? because they, they apparently, according to SBA, they should have enough money. But in this scenario, you want your people to make under 100000 to basically benefit from this process. Right. Yeah, I don't know the how, other, they, how they do the math there, but I, I guess so. <laughs> I, you know, I don't make up the rules. Right. Um, but the other business expenses that might be included if you do cash tips, paid time off, 
health insurance premiums and retirement benefits, payroll taxes, severance pay, rent, mortgage, utilities. You know, I saw a number last week that said it could only 75% of it could go towards payroll and only 25% of it can go towards expenses. Right. So it's, you know, you have to know your numbers. And I, I want to give you this caveat, Max. I didn't say it earlier, but I'm not an accountant oh, or yes. an attorney yeah, yeah. and this is not legal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's get that out of the way. Yeah, definitely important. So this is just from someone who's been researching this right, a little bit and, right. and cares about this industry. Call your accountant, people. Call your accountant, please. That's right. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. And I guess there were some questions on the um, the EDL and or EIDL and the um, uh, the, the PPP, uh, the, with the Payroll Protection Act, like there was a question of, could you do both? How do, how does that look like? Um, what's been your feedback on that so far? Yep. So let me just tell you one more thing about EIDL. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you're allowed to borrow up to $2 million. Like that's what SBA is telling us. Right. But for small businesses, the interest rate is only 3.75%. So it's pretty good because it's such a, obviously a, a small interest amount. Right. Um, one of the things you want to make sure you do is you want to make sure you don't take out a bigger loan than you can chew off, right? Right. So with the um, EIDL, you want to make sure that you have acceptable credit history, you have the ability to repay the SBA loan. Now, but what we hear is that a part portion of it, if not all of it, is going to be forgiven, but there's no guarantees in this process. So right. it, it's just something you want to remember. Yeah, I think there's going to be a big shock later on when people think it's, uh, you know, it's free money. And then all of a sudden there's all these provisions. I do my banking through uh, through TD and um, I, I got to go do my filing today for it. And they definitely had uh, a lot of disclaimers, and many pages to read to understand exactly what you're getting yourself into. And, uh, you know, listen, some of us have no choice, right? We We have to do it, but at least understanding like potentially what are the what are the issues here? And I, I want to say each bank is probably doing it a little bit differently too. Have you heard that? They are. Um, I hear that. And so that's with the EIDL. With the pay, EIDL is directly through the SBA. Mm-hmm. With the um, Paycheck Protection Program, which is the PPP, is where you go to your banking institution and right, and you can take out that loan directly from them, an SBA lender. And each one is delayed in kind of doing their own processing because they have to internally figure out how to manage this. I know my bank called me at four o'clock on Saturday and I answered the phone, my cell phone surprised that I was getting a call from my bank and they had 26 people working on Saturday Uh, from home, just getting up to speed on all the PPP applications that were out there and what people were asking for. So you asked about the difference, Matt, between the two kind of, between the two programs, if you would. So the Paycheck Protection Program is obviously part of the CARES Act. Um, nearly $350 billion was attended for small businesses, right? So there's no cost to apply, and they want you to go directly to your financial institution to do it. Um, as of this past Friday, eligible people in- included sole proprietorships, right, and self-employed individuals. Right. They will allow you to file for your employees, not for your 1099 contractors. So here's a scenario that we were recently presented with. A colleague called me up. He says, look, I owe out $60,000 to independent contractors right now. And I don't know when I'm going to get that money in. Usually I get it 
you know, the next month and I pay them promptly, but I don't know when I'm going to get it. Right. Can I apply for them? And I said, well, call your bank. Like, I, I can't answer that for you. Right. And the bank came back and said, and it was a national bank. And they came back and said, no, you cannot apply to pay your independent contractors. Now, with that being said, April 10th, there's new regulations coming out for independent contractors. So what I believe is going to happen is this first you know, wave, if you will, of applications was specifically for your employees. And the second wave is going to cover those independent contractors. See, but, and, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump in, but it, it's, it's funny because um, you see with TD, it, the 1099s are included. And in, at least anyways, and that, that's what it said, you know, like we'd be able to, to pay them through the money that we're borrowing. So it's, it's interesting that, you know, and, or, or maybe I misunderstood it. I, I don't know from what I, I read there again, I'm not the, uh, I'm not the expert on it, but it was to my understanding with TD that I actually did it. I know, and I know there was some chatter this morning on the Nally board with regards to that. Um, uh, I think uh, somebody had said, uh, was it Bank of America or one of the other banks that they were saying, yes, you can do it. So um, I, it may be every institution, but who knows? Well, and I think you're right. Every institution is going to do kind of their own internal thing. Right. But ultimately, the SBA is giving out the the money and the rules so i, I don't right. necessarily know how they can really differ that much, but <laughs> i don't know tds from canada they, they can do whatever they want in another country that's right. <laughs> who knows that's right. that's right you know two things that i want to mention sure. um, your documentation for loan forgiveness is really important yes um you want to make sure that if you're getting this money for payroll purposes that you're paying your employees you know not taking some trip to hawaii or something right, right. um Keep copies of your canceled checks, your payment receipts, your account statements. You know, if you use a third party for payroll processing, obviously any type of documentation right. you can get from them are important. Um, I honestly see the fraud capability um, component of this. Right, oh, yeah. The whole fraud diamond really comes into play in this whole process. And I think that the government's going to come back in a couple of years and when they start auditing these loans, they may claw back money. Yep. So be very cautious if you're taking that. money that you're taking money that you can afford to pay back. If, so, if it comes to that, it may not. I mean, yeah. I hope. Yeah. So the discussion I had with my accountant uh, is, I have a checking account set up specifically for this money, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep everything in that <laughs> separate account and in my regular operating account. You know, I can bounce the money back and forth as needed, but I, I want to keep everything like completely separate. I want to like have like the most accurate records I could possibly have. Cause I, I'm like you, I see it coming, you know, there, there's going to be a reckoning where you're going to have to say exactly what you did with what. And when the music stops, I want to have a chair. So, you know, definitely okay. being, being proactive with how you're handling the money that's given to you. It's not free money. It's never free money. People need to understand that, you know, this is a assistance, but there's accountability there too. Right. There is accountability, but I do see a lot of investigators using it. Um, I think a lot of small businesses need the money because our whole entire outlook on life is just about to change, right? right. Where are we getting our next case from? Yeah. Or where are we going to actually get our next check from? Small right. businesses, that's what the SBA is there for, to help small businesses like us. So, you know, take advantage of it, but be cautious in taking advantage of it. That's sure. Sure. So let, let's talk a little bit. Well, let's pivot a little bit and let's talk about um, Infinity real quick and, and the services that you guys offer and, you know, what what work is looking for like these days for you? Where's that next assignment coming from? So what kind of stuff are you guys doing during this time? 
So absolutely. We are a um, small boutique investigative firm and we're licensed in a number of different jurisdictions for us. Um, a lot of our work comes from law firms and consulting firms. They're, our, they're really our biggest client in addition to the government, um, both state and federal. But for us, we do training, uh, due diligence, forensic accounting, and um, that's what's kind of keeping us, us busy. You know, one of the things we do, we do a lot of financial exploitation of the elderly. So, you know, you look at all these people that are being taken advantage of right. and you say, you know, why, why is that happening? So that's the type of work that we do. Um, as we go forward, some of my guys are like, we don't know what we're going to be doing. What, you know, how surveillance going to look in three months? I said, well, it's either going to be a lot of babies or a lot of divorces. So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You never know. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, th th there's a lot of people, you know, predicting that, <laughs> that you know, everyone's going to take that $1,200 check they're getting from the government and use that to pay their divorce attorney. That's right. <laughs> Put a down right. payment on it. <laughs> That's right. No, I mean, you know, some of the things that I'd like just rem remind everyone is that this is a really good time for people to take a look at themselves internally right. uh, and their business internally. Right. You know, what are your short term, medium term and long term goals for your business and what impact does this have? Um, you know, we got to make decisions, right? Are you going to apply sure. for these loans? Or you're not yeah. going to apply. Like, yeah. what do you do here? But for you, it's update your business plan, right? right. So take this chance now to update what you have. Um, do you have a succession plan? I don't know how many people I talk to. I'm like, okay, you get hit by a bus tomorrow. What happens to your company? Like right. who does that? Right. And then really the last thing is just last thing is just take advantage of all these free webinars that people are having. Sure. I know yep. Parabin Corporation is having one. Yes. I know, um, you know, the uh, national white collar crime folks sure. are having one. Yeah, so Hetherington just uh, put something out too. And Cynthia yes. and her team put, put stuff out. I mean, they were all over so, the place. Scope now had a great one last week. All of them. Yeah. They had one on uh, um, TikTok investigations. Awesome. Just really, really great webinar. Now it's great anyway. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rob. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, just just good stuff. And even like case management, that's another thing too. So I just, um, you know, recently in the beginning of the year, I, I aligned myself with Crosstracks and started um, converting all my files into the, the Crosstracks system, which I have a lot of files. There's a lot of open time. So now in my downtime, like I'm dedicating time to getting everything in there. And uh, in, in the slowness, I'm teaching my people like how to use it and how to get the most out of it. Um, so I'm definitely um, trying to keep myself busy. And that's the thing, like we, we may, uh, we were just joking about this earlier before we, we turned this on, right? So we may not be making money per se, but we're busy. We're incredibly busy because we're we're setting things up for the win when, when this stuff is over, right? That's right. That's exactly what we're doing. Takeaways. I know we, we talked about that earlier. So um, getting back to the financial stuff, uh, are there any other tips or um, suggestions you can give to folks? You know, I just think that we should really take into consideration the fact that you're going to have to disclose all of your liabilities, your personal financial worth statement, you know, your incorporation documents, you know, be prepared to pull all of your IRS taxes. You know, they're, you're going to have to complete a IRS form 4506T to get your transcript authorization. I mean, there's so many things that you're going to have to do. Take the time to do it right, because right. if you mess it up, you, then you, you don't necessarily have a second chance. You know, and there's one more thing I want to mention. Today, Wells Fargo announced that they're not taking any more clients, right? They're not allowing people to apply for loans anymore. Right. When you call these smaller banks, the community, the um, credit unions, 
if they say they're no longer taking applications, ask them if there's a wait list. Wait a couple days and try again. Call again because the federal government is going to be putting pushing more money into this program. So they may not be taking it today, but in three to four days, they may open up again. So just be persistent um, and good luck. Keep your head up. Yeah. To do this. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say probably go to the place that you do your banking first because that, you know, that was one of the things that TD was saying, right? That, you know, we're only going to be giving this first to people that do banking with us. And then when we're done with that, then we'll consider the other applications, right? So That's right. try there first. And if it, if you get shut down there, then you're free to try wherever, right? You know, whoever will listen to you. And again, this is what it, it it's like today, you know, Monday, April 6th, when we're recording this, you know, who knows what it's going to be like tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, right. You know, it, it's definitely a living thing and it's constantly changing, which is, you know, why we're doing the quick hit segments just to try and get the word out and let people know what's, uh, what's going on here. So the other thing I didn't mention is uh, you're a professor, right? You, uh, you teach as well, right? I do. Yes. In addition to teaching first grade now, right. temporarily, right. Um, I teach forensic accounting and white collar crime at Champlain college up in Vermont. So nice. I've never been to Vermont, um, but I've been teaching there for seven years now, and I just love it. Eight years, actually, and I just I love it. So oh, That's nice, right? Maybe you'll get some maple syrup one day. Somebody will send that's you something. Right. I'll uh, get up there. So <laughs> the only other takeaway is to stay home and wash your hands. That's about it. Well, well, there you go, right? Everybody knows that, obviously. And, you know, speaking from somebody who's in New York, like, it, it's it's crazy. It really is. This is real, folks. You know, like, don't take it lightly for those listening around uh, the other parts of the country because um, it's coming. You know, we're probably about a week or two ahead of, uh, of everybody with, uh, with the craziness. So, you know, they're telling you to stay home, stay home. And I know it's, it's tough. I've seen some back and forth too about orders of, oh yeah, well, they're telling us we can't go out, but you know, maybe we'll go out and chance it. The fine is only $500. You know, now it's a thousand, by the way. It's just not worth it. It's really, it, it's not really not worth it, man. You know, like you just... This is what these programs are for, for us to take advantage of it and spend some time with your family <laughs> if you can, you know, turn this, this horrible experience into a good memory for your kids, right? Here's the time that mommy and daddy really were around all the time. Like I remember when, you know, when this Corona thing happened and, you know, mommy and daddy were home for a month, you know, like yeah. try and take that perspective of it. And, and try and have that work-life balance too, right? As stressed out as we all get, trying to stay in business, make some time to do other things as well, I think is important. Yeah. It's so important. You know, we've been trying to do a family bike ride every day. And right. unfortunately, I had a little spill the other day, so I scraped up my knee a little bit. But the next day, I got back on the bike and showed my six-year-old that, hey, you know, it's okay that I fell, but we're going to do it again. And I think it was a great lesson for her in that right. um, and for me, for that matter. Was she laughing at you or, or no? No, she was crying. Was, <laughs> I'm sure I was fine. scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, hey, one last thing I did want to sure. mention that if I can. Yeah. Um, I am actually the private investigative representative on IASER, mm -hmm. which is the International Securities uh, Industry Regulator okay. Association, really. It's IASIR. But um, basically, it's private security and investigative regulators that meet on an annual basis. And we have a new program coming out called SURGE. Okay. Um, where Surge is going to be a, a secure, urgent, like a response type of program. So let's say you're licensed in New York and there's a natural disaster in Louisiana. They will basically take reciprocity, if you would, your New York license into Louisiana if you've taken the Surge test um, or this certification. So 
Um, I just wanted to let people know that I'm here and I have an ear of all the regulators that are members. And I think we have like 45 states that are members. So please feel free to reach out to me if you ever need anything on an international level. Okay. So how do folks get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you? So the best bet is my email. It's Nicole at infinityinvestigative.com. And my Facebook is just facebook.com forward slash investigate. Uh, so someone's always checking that. So oh, you you always reach us there by email and we'll respond back to you. Good marketing. Good stuff. Hey, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on uh, on such short notice, just really being prepared to get the word out on uh, on what's going on here. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in and um, just keeping on top of things and supporting the show. And um, I appreciate you guys listening. Please support our sponsors uh, for, for the regular program. That's really important, too, especially during this time, because everybody's everybody's hurting. So um, I know they're all offering uh, some good incentives as well. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next show. Take care. Thanks for joining us for this quick hit segment. Thanks to Nicole for hopping on and please check out all the grants and loans available for small businesses. You can get info at covidrelief.sba.gov. Please stay safe out there and we'll see you next time on PI Perspectives.